Silman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff, TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! Like dumb, I'm smart and I want respect. They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott. Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. The real talent on the show. Oh, boy. I like to say. You're going to need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it! Happy St. Patrick's Day, gentlemen. As of this uh, recording date, uh, we're all recording, playing podcasts on St. Patrick's Day instead of drinking green beer. Of course, Sandwich is already drunk. He's been drinking green beer since noon. Absolutely. What's funny is... Be, uh, um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sandwich. Uh, I'll, I'll, I work uh, in an office, and there's a warehouse attached to it. And um, I happened to notice that there were some uh, clinkety-clanks going into the warehouse this morning. And some quickly clanks leaving the warehouse uh, when I was leaving work today. So the warehouse had a wonderful time, I imagine. Um, I was not invited to the warehouse party, though. It sounds like not cool enough. you're it's... one of the man. You're the man. Do you That's work why. at Dunder Mifflin? You're, you work in an office and there's a warehouse attached. Is that where you work? It's just yes. is your is your life just like the office now? Absolutely. I definitely like that show. I definitely don't think that show is overplayed and overhyped. I've never seen it. I haven't seen the U.S. or the English, and I have no care to. Oh, they're both good in their own ways. The English one is fantastic, and it took me a I, while to get used to the American one, but now that I've watched it, 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 it grew people, on me. People in my generation have a weird fascination with The Office to the point where, I think with anything in the world, where if, so, if enough people you know are unhealthily obsessed with it, you almost disdain it, or you become obsessed with it yourself. Um, and I chose to disdain it. One, so one or the other. Huge. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I just, 
I just haven't sat down because I know what will happen if I do find it even mildly interesting because like everything, you know, like if you need more than one season for most things to catch, Mm -hmm. you know, not everything. Titus is a good example. You didn't need more than one season for that. In fact, I, I argue the third season was worse, was the worst of them. And I think they went steadily downhill, but the first season is brilliant. I didn't need more than one season to know that I wanted to see more of it. But I find uh, a lot of times that shows need a season or two to kind of hit the ground. You know what I mean? To kind of get their feet. Uh, Next Generation is a good example of that. That The first two seasons were not very good. But by season three, it was kind of like they found their footing and then they were it was amazing. Once Riker gets the beard, then it really just goes on. Is that it? Yeah, the beard and the kind of out of those awful jumpsuits they had. And what was that one uh, space cowboy show? Didn't only have like a season, maybe two. What was that one called? Cowboy Bebop? No, no, no. Something else. It's like like Galaxy Rangers. Yeah, maybe, maybe. No, no. You're talking about uh, you're talking about. um... (laughs) I had it for half a second. You you didn't have me because Scott wasn't ready. I'm ready. That's not my bit. Am I the only one? My bit. Well, you want me to name every space cowboy show so that you know <laughs> every space cowboy show with it? not enough seasons to fully flesh out its story. Sure. Galaxy Rangers. Cowboy Bebop had uh, the the anime at least. I think it went through the full story. Yep, but not uh, the, the, the live action. Did. Did. Yeah, the live action did not. Space nineteen ninety nine. That wasn't cowboys. Oh, I know. All right. Galaxy wow, Rangers, okay. that was kind of Space Cowboys. Buzz Lightyear and uh <laughs> Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Yes. I like that movie. I, I don't know why it didn't do better. I saw it recently. I actually enjoyed it too. I think we had a story about it like a week or two ago, and it, they said they thought the problem was that it deviated a little too far from what people assumed to be the canon, and then it didn't have you know, Woody and all the other characters, like people just weren't ready for it. Well, a yeah, I mean, movie. I don't think they presented it. I mean, there were better ways to present it, I think. You know, I think it probably suffered from that. I'm sure that's not why we're doing a show today, though. All right. Well, let's do, let's start with this. Buzz Lightyear. Before, where did they go wrong? Where, yeah, that's, that's for a bonus show. We should do a whole bonus show on Buzz Lightyear. Uh, where do you find the bonus shows? Well, you have to support our show on the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash geekstufftng. For, for just a dollar a month, you have access to our private Discord server. We could talk about the Buzz Lightyear movie in the Discord. Uh, if you want to have oh. to respond, though, you do have to add mention him. Uh, for $3 a month, you get the early bird special. So as soon as we're done recording the show and it's properly edited, or at least edited, I won't say properly, uh, we get that out along with the prep sheet, which is you know only like 13 to uh, 1,000 pages long these days. Um, for $5 a month, you get the bonus round, right? That's where the vintage episodes of... Big Kev's Geek Stuff are episode 100 just hit the Patreon. Uh, and then for $10 a month, you can watch the show live on Instagram Live with or without an echo, depending on technology. You know, the drunk text us that we're doing something wrong. <laughs> and then uh, let's see. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can uh, be part of the show by calling the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And you can email us at geeksoftng at gmail.com. And just be sure you're following the show on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's geeksoftng in all of those places. Uh, we also have a link tree, so it's link tree geeksoftng. You can find it all there. 
So what do you, you know, I want to go back to what you were talking about, shows that need uh, a season or two to hit their, to, to get their, find their footing. There's actually an article talking about uh, people's behavior is changing. They're not watching a show until it's got a couple seasons because they don't want to get in, emotionally invested in a show that gets canceled. But if people don't watch a show until it's got a couple they seasons, don't get the they ratings. get canceled. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of a little, little bit of a problem. Self-fulfilling Yeah. So what do you think is the answer to that? Do they just fund a show for three seasons and do it whether people like it or not? And then, and make the, do they wait longer to make the decision to keep a show or not? Are they killing them too quickly? I don't know that there's a specific, I think that's really up to the show and and everything Mm -hmm. else. I don't think there's a formula that specifically works because, you know, at the end of the day, it's a money-making industry. Mm -hmm. And if it's not making money, I don't think they're going to, if the season one sucks, they're not going to flush money for two additional seasons just because they said they would yeah you know i i think uh is probably a great example of that i'm quite sure that they thought they'd be doing more than one season Mm -hmm. and they should have because it was good i don't understand the problem i think more shows should go the way of like shorter like don't aim to have five seasons. It's okay to only get a season or two out of a show and have a complete storyline. The, the British I model, think, B, you know, BBC kind of model, right? right? Well, like um, Last of Us just well, wrapped up shows. season one, and like there's only two games, only going to do two seasons. That'll be it from what everything looks like. But um, did the season one cover the entire first game? First game? Yes. Oh, okay. But didn't they didn't they already say, oh, maybe we'll flush the well, second so, game into so, two or three seasons? I think I think I saw that they only want to do one season with it. They might so maybe two seasons with it. They really want to sh- stretch it out. But any more than that, you know, was greed. But you know, they I don't think there's no intention I think to make this like a five season adventure. I was oh I was genuinely shocked they finished the whole first game in one season. I expected them to draw that out. And now there's also talks about like, oh, maybe we'll make a third game and then make a third, you know, make more of the show. We're going to make know. a video game just so we can make a third season of. Yeah, so we can justify uh, this show. That was really good. Uh, I've been catching up with it, really, really enjoying it. Um, that aside, back to the uh, actual discussion, which is I think more shows should be shorter. Don't aim for having an eight season show because the only shows I know that get eight season shows are like Emmy Award winning, critically like. Sopranos had how, how many? Did he even have eight? Like five? It was six, yeah. and but the sixth season six? was broken into two parts. Oh, okay. And yeah. Half of the last season was not great. And then Game of Thrones had eight seasons, and we know how Game of Thrones kind of peered off towards the end. Arrow has been on, for, was on for like ten years, had eight seasons. The Flash is wrapping up. You know, those shows weren't good for a long time. The, so I think to make a good story, you should really only aim for like well, it, at most three seasons, in my opinion. Especially of a of a plot driven show, not a procedural, right? Law and order can yeah. go on forever because it's just every case. Oh, yeah. it's, it's there'll always the be crime. Yeah. Someone will always get yeah. You know, Grey's Anatomy has been on for like twenty years now, and it's like every character has died except for the main Terrible. character at this point, right? So let's. Uh, and meanwhile, ER only had like eleven seasons, only eleven. But that's still that's still a lot. But yeah, have you have you but have you have you watched much British TV? sandwich oh like doctor who no 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 that's not a great example <laughs> that's, that's not a great example, example. <laughs> um because that's... oh i have another bad example 
uh, Call the Midwife. Ooh, That's been that on like 10 years. Yeah. I mean, again, for, we were talking about The Office a, a minute ago. The British Office has two seasons and a Christmas special, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, you know. Ricky Gervais is lazy. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But, but the, I mean, the thing about a British show is you don't, it may only be one season. They may do one season now and the next season three or four years from now. Like, they're, they're not just, like, set to be, we're going to do 22 episodes and we're going to do, you know, 22 episodes a year, every year for the next five years. They just don't set them up like that. And then also, because you never know how long the show is going to last or what it's designed to do, uh, like characters get killed off and all the time. I think I've, I've mentioned the show. I think it was called Hex, and I was watching season one because uh, I like British uh, TV shows and stuff. And so I'm watching it, and it it had a kind of a Buffy the Vampire Slayer type of feel to it. There's a girl at a school, and there's some demonic stuff around the school trying to get this girl, and ultimately she gets pregnant from you know the the demon bad guy and then has the kid the kid magically grows up immediately and is now going to the school with the mom and then the main character of the show the girl gets killed and then season two is about the daughter doing and it's pretty much the same show it's just they just replaced the main character with her daughter over the course of between season one and season two like that was the plan all along was to get to the daughter but they had a whole season that was just you know, it was just very strange. It was so. It was kind of like when you're watching Game of Thrones and they killed Ned in the first, you know, half of the first season. You thought, I thought it was his show. I thought this was about him, and then he gets killed. That's how I felt with that show. So you never know what's going to happen with a British show. I think that's a that's as opposed to an American show where you know they're going to try to drag it out for ten seasons. Yeah. All right. Should we talk about the Oscars instead? Is that more up up your genre, uh, Kev? Sure. So how many now Oscars- let's let's break down the fact that uh genre films killed it this year. You know, because everything everywhere all at once is without question a science fiction genre picture. Mm-hmm. So that being an action and all the rest of it and without question it what it went seven awards? I mean, Holy yeah. Shit. Dominated you know, if they had had a best actor in that movie, they had won all the the acting awards. Michelle Yeoh, best actress. Jamie Lee Curtis, best supporting actress. Keon Juan, whatever his name is. Short round, best supporting actor. Uh, you know, and then best picture, best director, best was it best screenplay also? Screenplay or? also, film, film editing. That's and seven. editing, right? And yep. that guy who edited the film and won the Oscar, it was the second movie he ever edited or something. So, absolutely. And honestly, I hate to admit I haven't seen it yet, but I think editing was a major part of this. I'm mean, like really important to this particular film, right? Can't believe you haven't seen this movie yet. Yeah, I've got you it here to watch it. Brilliant, beautiful. You have a brilliant, beautiful non blue TV. <laughs> downstairs where you could be watching these films yeah it's on my list it's on my list i'm trying to catch up with the mandalorian and picard and uh, i don't know miss mazel comes back like next week ted lasso's back this week i got a lot of stuff to catch up on yeah but two of those are important and the other two were ted lasso and mrs mazel so just saying I got to watch some stuff with my wife. You know, I can't. She's not going to sit down and watch uh, the Mandalorian or Picard with me. So. That is a shortcoming on your wife, then. 
but I have to spend time with her too. I, I enjoy spending time with her. I don't have to spend time with her. I enjoy spending I time with her. Understand, sir. Right. I understand. Um, so I, I love the the uh, articles that I'm seeing where uh, Polly Shore is saying, "Hey, yeah, two guys from uh, Encino Man won Oscars this uh, this week." That's true. Yeah, and then I mean, you know, and then one of the one of the Goonies and his lawyer is another one of the Goonies, and he just won an Oscar. I mean, you know, it's it's just nice to. I mean. If you saw uh, Kehi Kwan's acceptance speech, man, and it didn't put a tear in your eye, you know, you're made, you're a robot, right? I mean, it was. I was really surprised. The only thing that surprised me about that speech is that he didn't thank Steven Spielberg. I, I was waiting that for too, him yeah. to thank Steven Spielberg, but he didn't. And I thought that was really, uh, I thought that was really, I'm sure it was in the moment. He probably wants to thank everybody, but, you know, he talks so much about you know, being in the business and coming back and everything else. And Steven Spielberg is the one that cast him personally in Temple of Doom. And so I thought it was really interesting that he didn't thank. I'm not saying there's anything surreptitious about it. I mean, in that moment, I'd probably forget to thank people too. But I just thought that was really interesting. He Every interview, he talks about how he thanks Steven spielberg for everything and then this is this is kind of the moment and it didn't happen which i felt bad i also thought it was really awesome that harrison ford presented best picture and key was like the first guy on the stage you know and harrison was handing him the award and and key was like no give it to him give it to him wherever he was gesturing so yeah that was really funny yeah i thought jimmy kimmel did an excellent job hosting and i thought uh i thought all the jokes were really on par, especially having to do with, you know, the slap and and we're not going to, you know, we have a crisis team and all. I thought that was all really, really funny. That said, on the same note, I watched Chris Rock's special. Yes. Which I also thought was really funny. And all the jokes that he threaded throughout that having to do with the slap were also really, really funny. And that last three minutes, five minutes, whatever it was, when he was like, you know, when he was just breaking it down, you know, like I thought that was just terrific, really, really brilliant. And apparently Will Smith is really hurt and upset by the yeah. joke. Yeah. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Will Smith should shut his mouth and pray and be thankful that he's got anything going on. First of all, his wife embarrassed, humiliates the shit out of him. Then this slap thing happens. And now when the guy you slapped is having his, his say about it, you're going to talk about how you're upset about what he says. Shut the fuck up. Will Smith. I'm done with Will Smith. I'm I mean, done. I, 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 I want to see that movie that Chris Rock referenced. Uh, uh, the, the emancipation. I want to see that movie because for a lot of reasons, historical reasons, mostly, but I, 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 I don't, yeah. Will Smith is not really a draw for me anymore because I just can't. I mean, that was just like, I'm hurt and upset about what Chris Rock said. Really? You punched the guy in the face. <laughs> no, you slapped him. You should be happy. That's all he did. You know what I mean? He could have arrested. He could have had Will Smith arrested for assault. Like he, there's a million things that could have happened. None of them did. And this idiot is going to talk about how he's upset. Shut the fuck up, Will Smith. Yeah. I mean, but we'll see. I mean, it doesn't. It seemed to be like many things, just a temporary blip in Will Smith's career, and then he'll just go back to 
you know, acting like it never happened and move on. What other, where, did we win more awards? We genre people, did we win more? And I'm forgetting. I mean, you know, visual effects went to Avatar. So no. But uh, yeah, I think. No, we, that, that wasn't us winning. That was. How's it? I'm kidding. It counts. Oh, okay. I was really confused if you were like, that's not. I didn't uh, see it. And I didn't see it. Ant-Man yeah. 3 is already on the island. So No. Yeah, that, plus that's, like it a for, and a half, maybe. that's it for genre, right? You know, you got oh, Black Isn't Panther. It? Black Panther one for uh, costume design. Black Panther one for costume design, and all quite uh, on the Western uh, Front has won quite a number of other ones, and then uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. That uh, one won for best animated feature. Yeah, he's not going to be happy till he wins an Oscar in every category. <laughs> so, best animated feature, best picture. What's he got? Best documentary. He has to do a, a stellar documentary now. Now, the, the, the what, Shape uh, of Water won, right? The, the Shape of Water won Best Picture. Is that what, the one? What is the Shape of Water? He is the one best that he won. For, that was yeah. his best picture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And and it happens to also be his best picture. Yeah, that movie was brilliant. It, it was a great movie. I also I feel like that's his. It's the most. It's still a monster movie, but he was able to get that into the "quote unquote" mainstream. You know what I mean? Like it's not a horror movie, yeah. But he gets he gets all of the aspects yeah. that he he likes in there because he's definitely got a, like a horror slant to his yep totally you know his work. So I mean, he's definitely a brilliant director, but his his normal movie isn't going to be for everyone. Even the Pinocchio, which I haven't seen, looks pretty like out there, like like scary or, or surreal. Even I don't know what the right word to use there is. Did you see? So, did you see his version of so, Pinocchio? So not yet. So Sandwich chooses during the middle of the show when all of my equipment is focused on bringing you this program to text us a picture of him holding a real Oscar. It's it's literally topical. So make sure that you grab that picture. Make sure you grab that picture, Scott, and make it the photo for this episode. It is absolutely the photo for this episode. I will make that happen. Have you There's ever also held... a photo of me sitting on the Forrest Gump bench, but I didn't send that one. Oh, that's perfect. That's okay. That's fine. I mean, you we know, you could sit on the Forrest on Gump bench anyway. Yeah, you could sit on that bench and you could say this. I can handle things. I'm smart. Smart. <laughs> like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. You know, some uh, <laughs> some genre people did win Razzies. Do you want to talk about the Razzie Awards? Yeah. Was oh yeah, Jared that Leto the there. Time, right? <laughs> Jared Leto. So so Morbius was nominated for Worst Picture. However, Blonde won that. The one the Mar- Marilyn Monroe movie, which I did really not see. yeah, I didn't see it. It was was it any good? Oh, oh, I saw it. I heard it was. Yeah, I mean it was NC seventeen, right? It was pretty. It was it was really it was graphic. a strange picture. I only watched it for Hannah Darmus. I didn't care a lick about anything else. I mean, I I actually I, I find the whole Marilyn Monroe thing interesting, and I've I've. I've seen several films about her documentaries and otherwise, and this was another one. So, but the difference here is it had Anna de Armas in it and, you know, and she's hot. So, uh, she's somebody's daughter, right? Like something, uh, is she, is she a Nepo baby? She's not somebody. I assume famous. she's somebody's daughter. Yeah. Anyway, I'm assuming she had parents. Yeah. Uh, so she, worst, she is not a Nepo baby. She's not. All right. Well, worst actor from the Razzies, our own Jared Leto for Morbius. 
Yeah. Uh, the worst worst actress was uh, Blunder. I don't know what movie that was. Uh, Who's the, the actress? I can't tell. Oh, okay. It's not highlighted properly in in the article here. Sorry. Uh, Disney's Pinocchio won for worst remake, ripoff, or sequel. Uh, worst supporting a live action Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember now. Yep. Uh, Adria Arjona from Morbius wins worst supporting actress. Uh, Tom Hanks wins worst supporting actor for Elvis. And worst screen couple was Tom Hanks and his latex laden face and ludicrous accent accent in Elvis. Let's see. Wow. Because I really didn't like Tom Hanks and Elvis. Yep. Uh, let's, uh, that's the Razzies. All right, that's enough on the Razzies. We don't need to do any more of those. I think the Razzies got some bad press because they nominated like a 12-year-old kid for like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, so? I mean... The 12-year-old you know, kid did a bad job. He's got to learn to take that shit. But they don't He's need... 12. To, you don't need to... Do, it doesn't need to be it, to the level of a Razzie. You can get a bad review, yeah. but the Razzies don't have to go exactly. after children. It's a bunch of adults making fun of a kid. <laughs> Bullies bunch of bullies all right that happens on this show every week <laughs> it's different <laughs> we don't like release the winners we're, and the nominees i'm talking about that scott and i make fun of you yeah fair uh let's see how about uh the big lebowski coming back to theaters for its 25th anniversary wow i wish i was uh in a place that had a movie theater that might actually have that yeah I'd be. I mean, I, I would like to see that in the theater. And, and as good as it is, it's. Wait, wait. When is it coming? Uh, April, that, mid-April. God damn it! Never mind. Yeah. How? Um, trying to make it. Go ahead. I was saying, okay, you trying to make, trying to make a a trip to see a movie. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. Not going to do that. Okay. And I mean, as good as it is, it's still, I think there's so many Coen Brothers pictures that, that top it, you know, it's my, in my opinion, it's, I, it's I a agree. good one, but it's not my favorite Coen Brothers movie. I'm trying oh, to think bro. of other ones off fan. I can't think of one. Oh, brother. Yeah. Oh, brother. Where are those up there? Um, That's my favorite one. Not the one where they escape slaves. What? They're not escape slaves. They broke out of jail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's and it's basically a retelling of uh, of um, the Iliad, the Odyssey of the Odyssey. No, it's the Iliad. Is the Odyssey? It's the Odyssey. If you know if it's the Iliad or the Odyssey, call uh, the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. It's the Odyssey because that is the Cyclops. That's and that's John Candy. That's right. Not, not John Candy. John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah. Potato. Uh, all, potato. All, all, all fat white guys look the same to you. Is that is that it? That's it. Um, yeah, that's a uh, George Clooney and his, uh, patented George Clooney double take is really strong in that movie. Oh yeah. Really, really, really good. I actually, I, uh, what's her name is in it too, playing his wife or his ex-wife. Yeah, L- Laura Linney. No. So what's her name? The real short one. Oh my God. What is her Not name? Laura Linney. Yeah. It's, it's the, she's, uh, the wife from the Incredibles, right? Yes. And she's, she, she's also in, in raising Arizona. She's. Yep, that one. Yeah, we all know who she is. We just don't know what her name is. Yeah, we go down her whole roster. It's not Frances McDormand. No, it's not. 
Do I have to look it up now? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, probably. She has an accent. She's she was the mom in uh, the Big Sick. Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. Yeah, she's got that accent. Yeah. Yeah, Old o- Brother's definitely up there, but as far as my one of my favorite Coen Brothers movies, even even the Ballad of Buster Scruggs was pretty darn good. Yeah, East Coast Scott actually really loves that movie. I have, I still haven't seen it. I saw, I think, like the first segment of it or something. Yeah, I, I liked really it. It was, good. it was really just a, it was more like a vignettes. It was short, anthology. short yeah, anthology movie. You don't get a lot of those. Did you ever see that one, Sandwich? Which one? <laughs> the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> nope. Sandwich, who is not paying attention to the show. Do you have any other Coen Brothers that are on your? list check your text maybe he's texting you a picture with an actual cohen brother here's me with the cohen brothers uh i don't honestly know i can't think of any movies it's that time of the night we turn on the black light let the dungeons and the dragons begin it's dnd fighting with the legends of yore it's dnd Sorry, I just had to throw that in there in the to, in the first segment. Can we use that for not the game, but for the movie? Or is that only supposed to be for the D and D books? Well, I mean, technically, it it's probably we should reserve it for just the game. But since you used it, are you going to tell me that the movie failed or something? Anything it didn't even come out yet? Yeah, it has oh, not. God. It has not come out yet. Um, I'm, Failure to launch. Early early reviews actually seem to be positive. Bullshit. They are bullshit reviews. So, if you, that's the case. so you just think, uh, you just think that it's uh, bullshit. It I say good. it can't be good. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think it's incapable of being good. Did you did you see the in the in the trailer? You see the characters from the eighties cartoon. I did not see that. No, I, it. I saw something that was that that they're like in the background, like they like you see them somewhere else, not like like our in the main trailer. It, I I don't know if it's in the trailer or if it's just clips from the movie, but I saw a thing that was saying that that they're kind of off to the side, and you see a group of characters that are remarkably similar to the '80s movie. So I'll be interested to see if they show up in the in the movie. And then I also also came around again was that. Uh, that foreign commercial that used that that basically did a live action D and D eighties cartoon for a car commercial. Do you remember that one? Have you seen that one? I'm sure you've seen it, Kev. I think I did see it. Yeah, but I I, ba- I barely remember it. If I do, I mean, yeah, but it was. I mean, I I think I shared it on on the on our Twitter not that long ago because they perfectly cast all the characters. They're you know trying to escape and. They're trying to escape Venger. It looks just like Venger, and then Dungeon Master pulls up in whatever car it's advertising for, and it, you know it's a it's an ad from a foreign country, so I don't think it was in English. But you know they jump in the car yeah, I, and they drive out yeah. of of the um they drive out of the roller coaster back into the real world, and then there's like a, a like a mounted cop on on a horse, uh-huh. but his eyes are like growing, glowing red like he's Venger. So it's the same actor that played the Venger. It, it was it was interesting, it really. I mean, again, it was a short film, you know, that, that was a commercial. So, 
I, I vaguely remember seeing it now that you're talking about it. Yeah. So let me let me read you this high praise for the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Honor Among Thieves is a welcomed improvement from the 2000s Dungeons and Dragons movie. Okay. That took pause, itself too seriously. Because that's like being the valedictorian of summer school. You know, that's like saying, well, at least, you know, it didn't entirely suck. You know, like it just it just doesn't Okay, go on. It says uh, the most enjoyable thing about this, the newest version, is the relationship among the characters. No, uh, no lo- love interest, romance. It's a found family picture. So, this review from uh, Deadline seems to be relatively positive before it comes out. And then uh, there's another article about the uh, the guys that left the Flash movie to direct this. Oh yeah, they do. Well, they, I mean, so they chose to do... Direct, they left I mean, the Flash movie yeah. to direct this. Did they kidnap a kid or something? Did they <laughs> rob a bank? I nope. assume anyone attached to that movie. No, they incredible. just saw all those things happen and were like, fuck this, we're out. We'll go do a D&D movie. That's how much we're desperate to work. <laughs> yeah, and how much we don't want to work. We don't want to work with Ezra Miller so bad that we'll go do a D&D movie. Yeah. We'll quit this one. We'll quit this paying game. Exactly it. Uh, so what? That's John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. We'll go do a movie with a historically failing franchise of films. So, rather than work with Ezra Miller, yeah, I think that's it. And then while we're talking in the D and D world, sandwich was there some Magic the Gathering? crossover lord of oh. the rings bullshit happening oh good there God. was oh stop come on you got to talk now i get to talk it'll be quick i opened one of those and i got that ring is it <laughs> you, worth it you got the yeah, one sure, you, you opened a thing that ring. wasn't released for another couple months <laughs> um so what they're doing they're doing a magic the gathering lord of the rings crossover um and one of the promos they're doing is they're releasing um batches of certain of cards that are you know Elven rings, they're exclusive and they're they're serialized. So there's like only a couple hundred of each of like, here's some elven rings, some dwarven rings, some human rings, and they are printing a one of one, uh, the one ring. They're gonna print one of them. They and should do exactly that, but with the other rings too, like nine elf rings and you know, like nine or whatever the numbers are nine human uh seven dwarf and three elven yeah so what they what they did was they did like hundred three thousand uh uh elf rings and seven thousand dwarf rings so that they're more collectible i guess and then they did the one of one uh, um human not the human the one ring to rule don't forget you Um, can't spell collectible without bull So it's in theory, because there's no real way to put a market price on a one of one item like this, um, at least for magic. I know in other markets you probably can. Um, it's right now in theory $50,000 if you open it. Um, that number could go up, it could go down. It's, it's, that is the thing though. It's, it's who, whatever they want to sell it for and everyone wants to buy it, you know, it's, it's whatever price they want it to be. So we'll see for that. The other rings are definitely cool because they're serialized. So, you know, cool numbers like uh, 69 and 420 will be high in demand along with anything uh, below 10. 
Oh, oh, oh. It's got the 69 number on it. It's funny. It's worth more money. Seriously. Exactly. No, that's a real thing. Um, it's fantastic. Um, so, you know, that'll be interesting to see where that all shakes out. Um, I've heard people already saying I plan to buy uh, pallets and pallets of this one product to open the one ring. It's like a lottery ticket, right? You're looking for the one. It, it's it's just like Willy Wonka, except Willy Wonka put out. I've got a golden ticket. Greedy Hasbro I've can't even afford one ring to sell right now. Fucking Hasbro is so greedy. They can't even print five of these. They only printed one. Fucking there weren't five in the story. I know, but if they want to be Willy Wonka. They could have at least done the effort. Maybe pr- print I one never in different thought styles. that I would be anything but catastrophe. Suddenly, <laughs> I'm made to see the one ring is for me. So it'll be interesting to see what that shakes out. You know, the, the push As for the bucket of shit. A little bit. Well, so for this, I don't, I don't in theory hate collectability in cards. You know, it's it's dumb and cool the idea that it'll be a one of one card in the world. It'll be incredible to see how quickly people try to dupe it and try to sell fakes and trying to you know figure out which one's the real one, which one's the fake one. So that'll be interesting to see how well people try to make dupes of that. And um, if, if you buy, what does it do? if does you buy it, a fake it, one, like even a decent playable card. What do, you, what do you mean? Is it a playable card? It's a playable card, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a card As that exists. Such, it's just very pretty. What does you it know, do? Like, what what does the card do? Yeah. It taps for mana and makes and it makes resources. It's a cheap resource that makes more resources. That's that's all it does? Yeah, but it's a good card. You might have played with the card when you played. I did? You might have. It, it's an old card that they keep reprinting. Oh, they just reskinned it for the one ring. Yeah, it's a re- all of them are the same card functionally. Oh, I see. So you don't need the fancy elven ring. You're the, it's not like it's a better card. It's just a reskin of an already existing card. What was the card that it reskinned? Soul ring. You might have played with it. I feel know. like I vaguely remember that. It's an old card. It's from the original set. So it's a thirty-year-old card. So that's older than sandwich. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> That makes Sorry. me feel old because Magic the Gathering is this newfangled game that the kids today are playing, and you just said it's 30 years old, so that really makes me feel old. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Kids like the Pokemans. The Pokemans. Collectible cards. People like them because they're cardboard and shiny, and they hold value. Black crack. Kind of, yeah. It's crack. It is a form of crack. People will fund their house on fucking cardboard cards with with metal print with metal uh, shiny thing on front of it. Or other. All right, so here are show to do. here are the rings of power: three rings for elven kings under the sky, seven mm-hmm. for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone, nine for mortal men doomed to die, one for the dark lord on his dark throne, in the shadowlands of Mordor, where the shadows lie, one ring to rule them, one to find them, one ring to bring them all, and in the darkness bind them, in the land of Mordor, where the shadows lie. Oh, one cool thing I didn't say. It, but- before uh all of the fancy rings will be written in elvish text will be on the cards oh there you go it'll it'll look pretty elvish text or the language of mordor which was what was on the ring i think it's supposed to be elvish 
Okay. Yeah, sure. Does that mean that this show has to end with where there's a whip, there's a way? I think that that's the outro music. Where there's a whip, there's a way. Where there's a whip, we don't want to go to war today. But the Lord of the Lash says, nay, nay, nay. Do we have that? We should totally use that. Yeah, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's there. It's awesome. been on many a show in the background in the, in, before my time. So, okay, let's move on to other. Uh, let's see, production casting news. There's going to be a Blade Runner 2099 show on Amazon. Cool. Okay. Right. Let's see. Will it have Anna De Armas in it? Oh yeah, she was one. She was the um. She was the hollow girlfriend. Hologram? Yes. I don't know. I don't think so. Yes, she was. No, I mean, I don't think she's going to be in this show. So far, a point taken. Gryffindor loses one point. Ten points to Slytherin. That's a hard, that's a hard, uh, hard invitation. Can Can you do that one? Can you do Snape? I don't know. Severus Snape, ten points from Gryffindor. That wasn't it. Hello, this is Alan Rickman leaving a yes. message for Alan Rickman. Don't forget to set your clocks forward. I don't know if I can do. I've seen Benedict Cumberbatch. I think does it the best. Uh, when he did the Rickman off with Jimmy, um, what's his name? Not Jimmy Fallon or Kimmel Fallon. Fallon when he did the Rickman off with Jimmy Fallon I thought and I've heard I've seen him do it elsewhere too but I think Benedict Cumberbatch does it the best it's really he has a very strange voice Alan Rickman I'm trying to think how I would approach it I'd have to work it through probably I'll do it during the break and see if I can work it through all right I, I, I want to hear him doing his American accent when he's pretending to be just a guy in the building clay. uh in from Die Hard clay Bill clay <laughs> there you go. That's pretty good. I don't. I don't think he's doing those uh, those uh, things anymore. Isn't he dead? Yeah. Yes. His uh, his memoir didn't come out though. Regrettably it, passed on, which is one of the reasons we didn't get a Galaxy Quest sequel. Let's which see. Other so deserved. Other celebrity news. Bruce Campbell says he is uh, ready to star in another Evil Dead movie as long as Sam Raimi directs it. So Sam Raimi can do another Evil Dead anytime he wants. He can do uh, a new Spider-Man movie anytime he wants. We're all ready for it, right? Well, there'll be no more Sam Raimi Spider-Man because as much as Toby and Andrew Garfield maybe want to do Spider-Man again, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that was I think the swan song has been sung for those two as the and you know there's this whole like bring Andrew Garfield back. Let's have an Andrew Garfield universe Spider-Man movie. No, it's not happening. Let it go. And the same thing with Toby. It's just not going to happen. So I would love to see Sam Raimi do another Evil Dead movie. And I would love to see Bruce Campbell, you know, one more time, if you will, rounding out the trilogy. Well, I guess technically it would be the fourth film uh, if we don't count the TV show, which... The, the TV, is a TV show canon in the Evil Dead? Yeah, I believe universe? so. Yeah. So I mean, that's just picking up. That's just part of. So the fourth movie would have to take place after the events of the show, right? And it well, would it though? Because honestly, they could easily just not. You know, like they don't have to go that route. 
You know, did the Terminator movies pick up after the Sarah Connor Chronicles bullshit? No. You know why? Because it sucked. Did the what's what's the quote that you always do? Did the so and so stop after Pearl Harbor or whatever? Is it over when the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor? Hell no. And it ain't over now. Nothing is over. Nothing. (laughs) You just don't turn it off. Uh, the, um, they're also in talks to do an Evil Dead animated series. So, you know, as Bruce continues to get a little bit older, maybe the uh, wear and tear of actually making live action action horror movies is it'd be easier to do the animated versions. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that they could do that, and I think it would be really funny. But I really would like them to do one more sort of swan song for ash you know maybe he destroys the book and that ends it once and for all who knows you know like what i mean is that they they should really bring that character story to a proper close Mm. and have while while he can do it while Raimi can do it and so on yeah otherwise we're going to get bubba hotep that was a good movie I enjoyed no, that, that movie. movie. That movie sucked butts. I liked it. Um, all right, let's move on to Disney. Disney Plus. So Willow is all done. One season, one and done. Well, apparently it's done. I think the way they phrase it is it's done for now, which really means it's done. But we don't want to say it's done. We, uh, we always want to leave the possibility that more could happen down the line. Yeah, and it wasn't good. So there's that. Okay, so you watched you watched it. I never. never well, I, I watched the movie two Willow. episodes of it, and I was just like, ah, oh, it's another one of those. It's like Doom Patrol. I like the first Willow movie. It had one of the the funniest Val Kilmer lines ever in it, and I liked that movie. I didn't. Two episodes in, I'm like, all right, I'll get around to finishing this someday. I feel no pressure to do so. So, no, I'm not upset by it. I'm not upset that it didn't, uh, you know, that it didn't go the distance or anything like that. No, not a, not a bit. And that it's not going to have another season? Not upset at all. All right. Well, let's let's move on to uh, the Marvel stuff from Disney here. Um, I think this, this article's been here for a while. They are slammed as the worst in the industry for uh, how they treat their VFX artists. Uh, and they pay like 20% less than other studios. Who, who's this marvel marvel yeah so they're, they're just their deadlines and the way that they treat their vfx artists too much pressure oh. and too little money so um and there's reports that they are unhappy with uh phase four and considering changes to five and six so this is kind of an older article so maybe some of that's already happened do you want to talk about ant-man and the wasp and quantumania at all we just mentioned that we've all seen it but we haven't like addressed it at all no i mean i think it 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 served the purpose which was to give us you know to to further the kang story along which is exactly what it did 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 we do we talk about the character of uh franklin richards at all on this show in what sense just i think we did i think we did we don't have to rehash it um just i was saying that that if in many realities Kang is Franklin Richards, who is Reed Richards' son, who was well, also Iron Lad. Is his son, or is it like distant, distant, distant ancestor? No, I or think it's his son, 
who becomes Iron Lad, who then comes back around as Kang. Like in, in at least some of it, the versions it, in this in it, the it, comics, right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's different versions of the character that have different connections and so on and so forth. Yeah, you know, so I, I don't think that's the route they're going to go. Okay, I mean, yeah, that that was kind of what we, we talked about. And then there's an article here about the the writer just he's getting backlash for how uh, ridiculous Modok was. And he's like, I'm never going to write a serious version of Modok. He's just a giant floating head, and he's always going to be a big, dumb floating head. So, Are either yeah. of you two familiar with the annoying orange? Yes. So people no. have been calling Modok the annoying orange. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, it was just a really bad meme from like 2012, maybe, of just some guy who photoshopped like basically a scrunched version of his face on an orange and yelled a lot. And yep. that's just essentially what Modok was. Um, and I didn't know that I didn't see that correlation so much until someone said it to me, and then it's been stuck in my head ever since that I can't unsee it. Um, yeah, the the use of Modok as a character and making that character Modok um was just poor in my opinion. That was actually it was I fan think about service. It. Because there's no way there's really no way to kind of get Modoc in the MCU in any serious real world way. So if you stick him somehow in the quantum realm of a bunch of other weirdos, it's the only way that it works. One, two, it didn't really work. And the effects were just kind of shit, which I thought was really strange. Um, but it's done. You know what I mean? And yeah. we can just leave it alone because it's it happened. It's done. So yeah, that's is, it. Is he a what? He's not like an A tier villain in the comic books, anyway, is he? Is he? Does people have that much of a connection to Modok? No, but he's really. part of AIM. Yeah. Did Did you watch at all the Patton Oswald voiced Modok Hulu show? No. That was no. Fun. Again, that's another sort of derivation of the character. You know, turning him into you know comedic fodder and everything. No, I have no interest in that. All right. You know, I've no, I've no interest in, in, you know, that's, I, I like, uh, as far as Marvel animated goes, I like what if, because it has to do with the MCU, but all the rest of it, I could leave, you know what I mean? It's not like DC animation is telling great stories in animation. Marvel is just putting shit out there for kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? And MODOK being all Elvis out and everything. No, no interest. Yeah. It was almost like a, a family guy version of modok i mean you know he was just yeah. kind of really goofy um let's see loki season two is uh is in the works um let's see daredevil's filming in uh westchester's largest city uh yonkers is that right uh, and then uh and we got uh, john bernthal officially cast as the punisher yeah but apparently um uh the the foggy nelson and and what's her name they are not coming back apparently which is very sad i'm gonna wait and see if they're gonna recast those people i sure hope they're not because that would suck now karen nelson isn't a comic book character she was karen page karen page she was created for the show right no uh -uh. definitely a comic book character okay because i know foggy is like really important to daredevil Yes, I, I didn't know if Karen that's why was, I found was. it really interesting that they weren't going to bring that young man back who played him. But if if they're just I moving don't know, on, but has been in everything. Is Foggy always around or is he just, you know, sometimes he's in Daredevil stories and sometimes yeah. he's not. I mean, like any other 
non-hero supporting character. Sometimes he's there, sometimes he isn't. Karen Page, same thing. So they don't need to not exist. They're just not going to show up in whatever adventure story we're seeing. That doesn't mean that they're gone. But the the fact that you're trying to reestablish him as a character in the MCU, you kind of maybe want to consider having his support characters there. You have him and Punisher and and uh, Kingpin. That's that's it. You know what about his other supporting non-hero villain characters? Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll His meet. Characters some are important for rounding out the character. Yeah. Who who else is in the uh, Daredevil family of non-hero people? Who 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 should they who should be in uh, Born Again? Electra. Uh, yeah. Well, depending on if she's alive in theory. And where in because we don't, I feel like we don't. Do we know how much canon they're carrying? No, I mean we don't know anything. So yeah, so we don't Electra even know if she's would be a alive or dead. Electra would be a possibility. Oh, but, um, they, but they already I mean, had her in in. She's been and been deceased in. She's also important enough that if they're going to do something like build out a universe, that should also she should also be at least considered to be brought back. I feel like I thought I heard at one point that they had cast somebody else and not the woman who played it in the other show who I thought was excellent. So again, it could be just a situation where we have to hurry up and wait All right. uh, with regards to Electra. Who else? I don't think stick. Um, yeah, because that's so, all flash. That would be flashback anyway, and they already did stick in. Yeah, in, in the Netflix extensively, version. which was fine. And uh, I can't. I'm trying to think of who else. A priest or two. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Other than the ones mentioned, I don't think there are other ones. Which, I um. All that does is reinforce the idea that having foggy and karen there is probably a fairly important thing yeah. at least foggy i feel like karen is a little a little more expendable i feel like the the character of karen can be played by insert character here but i think foggy is important because i feel like foggy was just it felt if you know he in the show it felt like to me at least was like very much nailing him down to like matt murdoch was a lawyer he was a person he did things you know, like the other the other half of his life. Like I feel like that foggy character did a good job of like making him, you know, be a lawyer sometimes. Right. That's the ground that grounds him. Yeah. Right. Well, so we'll we'll I think see. It'd be important to have at least foggy right. back. So moving over to the Star Wars universe, uh, John Favreau. Said oh my God! Shouldn't we take a break? We're, as soon as we get done with Star Wars, we'll take a break. Uh, it's been like four days since yeah. we started. We love these supersized episodes. Uh, there's no end in sight for the Mandalorian. It can go on as long as they want, John Favreau. Or said. this episode. <laughs> Just much like this episode, there's no end in sight. Much like this segment, there's no end in sight. Yeah. And uh, are you caught up on Mandalorian? On Mandalorian? He's an episode it's, behind. I heard the third, ep- whatever the current episode is, I heard was not good. So I don't know. It was very much... Um, not really it felt like filler <laughs> yeah that's I mean, what i heard there's there's definitely not i think that it's, it's going to be like the old school soprano seasons where nothing happens nothing happens nothing happens nothing happens and then all hell breaks loose in the last like episode or two of, of the season that's what it feels i'm not like. getting that i'm not getting that from picard 
Something happens every episode in Picard. Yeah, no, you're right. But that's so, so Mandalorian feels a little bit more like they're just, it's a well, slow also, build. It's the final Picard, isn't it? This is not the final yes. Mandalorian. So they have to do everything. Everywhere, all at once. Yep. We get to watch Michael Dorn show his age. <laughs> and how he has shrunk. Like, why on earth did they not pad him out on Picard? He looks like, in comparison to Worf from either Next Generation or DS9, he looks like shrunk. He looks like small and thin and, you know, like, Worf is a big dude and he looks just small. It's off-putting. Yeah. Well, isn't he like I, isn't he like Yoga Wharf now? He's like, uh, you know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't care. He's Yoga Wharf or not. That doesn't. I mean, the guy doesn't shrink. He's a Klingon warrior for goodness' sake. You know what I mean? And he literally like his shoulders are all small and sh- he just looks. I just don't think he looks good. Just CGI his head on a on a bigger body. I want to see. Um, I want to see them do. Uh, what's the movie? The Irishman. The CGI young up everyone and then have them old man fight. <laughs> right. <laughs> They just swing their arms this way, like, like they're really upset. I mean, that's kind of what's happening. Like when I see uh, Patrick Stewart, kind of like you know, jumping over things or running, and I'm just like, this guy's 82 years old, man. He's like, I'm. And then when he stops to like do the dialogue, it sounds like he's got to catch man. his breath. <gasps> Let me talk to you for just a minute. <sighs> I'm, you know, he's just very. It, it's very quiet. And like and he can that's barely why get the words this out. is the last season. Yeah. And again, I love Patrick Stewart. I love Picard. I'm enjoying the, the last season. But yeah, just it's noticeable that he is an old, old dude. <laughs> Although he still looks better today, 30 years later, than in the episode where he was supposed to have aged 30 years and they, you know, used the makeup to make him 30 years older. He still looks younger today than he did in that episode. Um, one, more, one more quick story and then we'll wrap it up from there. Um and Kevin falls asleep. All right. Did, did you have a story, or you wanted me to do one more story? I, I was being a dick. Let's wrap oh. it up. Oh, yeah. So Star Wars, uh, they are uh, shelving Kevin Fahey's and Patty Jenkins' movies, and Taika Waititi wants to uh, star in his own uh, Star Wars movie. So No. No? Oh. I no, mean, he was already IG-11, right? I, ref- I refuse. Too much. We, we, we have overdone Taika. Are you just are you just holding Thor: Love and Thunder against him? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I'll probably feel better about it like later. I might just be cranky because I haven't had any beer today. Um, but he, uh, oh no, haven't had any beer. Oh my goodness! I'm making a St. Patrick's Day joke, sir. Why are you taking me so seriously? Green you're really bringing beer. down the mood. I understand you're old and cranky and tired, but there's no reason you're a whole year older than me. All right, I know that affected you a lot more. You know. 95 versus 96. I know that was a big age difference. Anyways, um, the year. So, anyways, uh, Taika Waititi, I think, ruined Thor. I'll say it. And then I'm worried if he does a Star Wars movie because he's been slated to do one for 30 years, it feels like, that he'll make it bad. And we don't need more bad Star Wars movies because we just went through a whole trilogy. Of It'll be a funny Star Wars movie. It won't be funny. Yeah. Is it? Is this segment over? You like Solo? Yeah. I don't. I don't need. A, I don't need thirty quirky Star Wars characters in a movie. I need a good Star Wars movie. I need like Knights of the Old Republic. I need like fire and brimstone and Jedi's. I need. I need more epic Star Wars stories, not 
oh, let's go have a drink at the bar and maybe get like a space burrito. No, shut up. <laughs> let's bring back Bill Burr's character and give him his own spinoff show. Couldn't Play the break music. I'm out of here. Migs Mayfield. It couldn't be worse than Boba Fett, right? I mean, a Migs Mayfield show nope. would be great, right? Couldn't be worse than Boba Fett. The low bar. <laughs> All right. Take us to break, Kev. And with that, we will take our first and only break. Thank God on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 715. The never-ending right? episode. Is that right? Uh Scott has the prep sheet. I don't have one. It's over, Johnny. It's over! Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't <laughs> turn it off! That means we don't take a break. We keep going, right? <laughs> what is what is the uh what is the episode number? This is 714. 14. Damn it, I was off by one. And if we'll we be right keep back. talking, we can do two whole episodes. And one. we'll be right back. Fine! After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201 730 Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh, <clears throat> that's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind, what we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Something. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called The Piecast because we got married on Pi Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pi Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pi Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. 
The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. What the fuck was that? Your sister has turned into a zombie. Hey gang, this is Bruce Campbell, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Ha ha! Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Go fuck yourself. What the fuck was that? It's the Evil Dead! Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the Sandwich Shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Half Una Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're in from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale. Hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received. Fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Here you go. Okay, now I'm sure. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely parm crisp. That's right. No Geek Stuff TNG would be complete without parm crisp snack mix. Farm crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like farm. Crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios, three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs, Kev, does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. So you take the fiber you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes Palm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. 
Wow. An independent company, too. Looking at their website, palmcrisps.com, it says our original blend, palm crisps, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch, or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, I'm, Kev? I'm too sour cream and onion. What was that? I like, I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. It's probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, you see, sir, I, I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno, everything, four cheese, and sour cream. They all sound delicious. Yeah, but I don't think they're doing the big, what is this, 20 ounce. I don't think they're doing, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on Parm Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount. Mention them at checkout and look like a weirdo. (laughs) Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. Oh, mother... Tell your children not to do I have done. Is that like your emotional support, hey. Baby Yoda, that you used to have when you did the live reads? Now it's a Joe Fix It and the thing? Yeah. This thing is huge and heavy. Uh, that, I mean, I believe I negotiated the deal for both of those toys. Yes. Now, Joe Fix It is smaller than the normal Hulk, right? He's a little bit yeah, smaller. Yeah. The smart. The, in theory, the smarter he gets, the smaller he gets. Okay, and so that thing, is that uh, about the size that the Hulk would also traditionally be? I, I mean, actually, um, based on the Marvel Legends story, actually, yeah, because it's like roughly about the same size. Yeah, I, was, I would say, in, in my head canon, the thing and the Hulk are about the same size, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Although, I mean, so I guess in we'll theory... The MCU agrees with you. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's also Smart Hulk, so things should be bigger than him if they do it properly. Yeah. Uh, You know, things should also be a lot of things if they do him properly. Uh, We'll see what they do. We're just going to do the Roger Uh, Corman version again. Just do it. A a shot-for-shot remake of the Roger Corman version of Fantastic Four. Was that Fortastic? No. Or is that? No, no, that's the one that was made in, like, the, the 80s. Oh, that one. Okay. I forgot. I forget that one exists. Are we live? We're live. All right. Oh, geez. I know it's early for you. It's two. Did Exciting news. Apparently, they're getting rid of daylight savings. We did it for the last time. You think so? Yeah. That's what someone said. That That's what they said some, last year. There's some they bill that they're, they're going to get rid of it. We'll see. All right. It's... Uh... Geek stuff, politics talk, talk uh, politics stuff. We're going to talk about all the new bills in Washington in segment two today. Exciting. Cool. And how they relate to us. <laughs> Genre bills. I'm going to open, uh, I'm gonna open this. I'm going to open this segment by absolutely shitting on NECA for holding another goddamn holothon. So the holothon is an event where for, I think it's three weeks or four weeks on Friday, they release in conjunction with target <clears throat> they release a bunch of items 
um, that are Target exclusive, or if you're out of the U.S., you can order them on the Holothon site, but not in the U.S. You can only order them from Target. And anyone who's ordered any toys from Target knows that the Target system sucks. So I went on at 3 a.m. Hawaii time to order something today. And it was there, and I put it in my basket, and I went to checkout, and it said, items in your basket are not available. So I emptied it. I went back. It's still available. I hit it again, went to checkout. Items in your basket are not available. Over and over and over again. I don't know why on earth that NECA gets involved with Target in this way. Every time there is an exclusive to Target or Walmart from any company, they absolutely and utterly fuck it up. Either it doesn't go up when it's supposed to, or bots get it, or it's you know, or or they they're putting apparently seven of them up for sale, and and, and you know, it's ridiculous. And I live on an island with both a Target and a Walmart that never get new stuff. They don't want to ship it all the way across that ocean. I mean, that's too much trouble. Yeah, God forbid. What, so what's the what was the holothon? What did you what was the item that you wanted this last Friday? In my TMNT wheelhouse sandwich. What is my TMNT wheelhouse, please? Usagi, Eastman Laird, Last Ronin. Uh oh. And Casey. That's correct. So they released uh they released a black and white Usagi, which I think I already got. I got you it have from that already. Stan Sakai. Yeah. I got it from Stan Sakai's website. I don't know if the packaging is different or not, but it's black and white, which I thought was really cool. Um, I did not need to get, uh, oh, I should take it for week one. Week one was for me, Eastman and Laird, the mutant shredders. It was a two pack, um, of mutant shredders. If you read the book, you know what, you know what they are. Um, sold out instantly gone everywhere. All of it everywhere. Gone. Um, week two was the red colored Ronin, which sandwich grabbed for me at a target. Thank you, Sandwich. And then this week was was the Usagi, black and white Usagi, which I thought was really interesting that they decided to release a black and white one over the, uh, you know, over the uh, a colored version since the black and white one had already been released on Stan Sakai's site. And Zog, the Triceraton from the original Eastman Laird comics. So there you go. Wake up! No, so I, well, I, I'm just thinking. I'm trying to think. You have Usagi. You have. I don't know if there's any differences between the Usagi that came out today and the Usagi that I got from Stan Sakai. I'm still trying to get an, an answer on that. So I don't know the answer if there's a difference or not. Um, that's one. Two. The Zog was really the one I was looking forward to, mm-hmm. and that's the one I was desperately trying to buy to no avail so there you go there you go so is that a mirage comics triceraton zog seven inch deluxe action figure yes for 49.99 correct i'm just looking to see if 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 scott buys one right now i'm gonna throw this microphone (laughs) through my computer screen all right it's, Which one would I just want to make sure it's through? the right one, though. It says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mirage Comics, Triceraton Zog, 7-inch deluxe action figure. Yeah. Kind of in put purple? It in your, 
Is it on Target? Yeah. That's it. it. That's it. It's I in, think. It's in see. my cart. Hold that up again. Hold on. Hold it up there again. Let oh. me see. That looks like them. I mean, I can always return it. It's no big deal. Let me see here. Okay, now go to checkout. Cart. Oh, yeah, so Usagi. Usagi is at least listed as sold out now. The other, the the Triceratops dude is sold out as well online when I'm looking at Target. Now that's Target by me or just all of Target. Not a single one existed any Target ever. Um, yeah, my end, Zog, is, is sold out. Oh, I can't log in. Sorry. He's still in locations. I mean, not here, but all right, Scott. Any Look, luck? I, and no luck. I gotta. I gotta log in. I don't have my Target password, so I'll have to figure that out. Oh, I will. I, see. I will check and see. But you know, when you're, when you're trying Target stuff, send it to. I don't. It it should not be any different though, right? Because that's online. It doesn't matter that I'm I here mean, and you're it, there. It shouldn't be. But there are regionality issues. They said they were having a region issue, of course, because if if Target or Walmart ever put up something on time and there were no issues and everyone who wanted to get one got one i'd fall dead away because and it's hell, and hell would snow. let me tell you something else that has had that has been blowing minds in the last 24 hours michael keaton batman figure from mcfarland as well as the batmobile from it's now it's going to be the new it's going to be the versions from the new Flash movie, but they look just like the old versions to me, have been selling out. They're sold out everywhere. Like everywhere. No other figure from the movie is sold out, but all of the uh, the Michael Keaton and the, uh, the Michael Keaton Batman, the masked one, the unmasked one is... I can't remember whose exclusive it is. It's someone's exclusive. And of course the head sculpt doesn't look anything like Michael Keaton because it's McFarlane. Um, but the masked one and the Batmobile are just gone everywhere. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. You know, and I get it. I, I, I thought it might have a nostalgia bump, but the fact that they were so, it looks anyway, like they're so well done that people have been falling over themselves to get it. The Batmobile is already selling for, I forget, like 120 secondhand sellers and the figures like 45, you know, in the retail, the retail on Batman, the figure I think is like 20 bucks. And I think the retail on the Batmobile was like 60. So, you know, these fucking vultures who just went in there and scooped up as many as they can to resell, you know, I was thinking about getting that, but I'm not going to hunt it down. If it happens to fall in my lap, then fine. But that was another huge, big toy news thing because it's, I think that was vastly beyond the expectations. Yeah. So there you go. What, what about the, the slideshow, uh, the Batman, uh, you know, Sparkle Bat premium action figure on his motorbike? Did you see that one? Yeah. And again, I don't even know if anyone's buying it. Maybe they are, but I, I don't know. I haven't seen anybody buying the flashes. They're all available still. But that Michael Keaton, Batman with the cowl on, and the Batmobile are gone. And then, 
to just to sweeten the pot a little bit, if you will, on McFarland's website, McFarlandToys.com, I think it is. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, on that website, you can buy the Batwing, six-inch scaled Batwing for 250 bucks. And it's humongous. I don't understand why. I mean, unless it plays a role in the new movie, which it may. Um, you know, this is also the, you know, the Batwing from the first Michael Keaton movie that the Joker shot down with like a gun. So, yes. yeah. you know. So now you're not talking about the DC Direct, the Flash movie, twelve inch resin statue. No, that's that's because that's not a toy. That's a that's action figure. Man, this statue's two hundred and fifty bucks for a one foot Batman statue. Jesus. And again, his statue prices, like his DC Direct statue prices. You know, my beloved Batman Black and White series. They are retarded expensive now. This is it's forty five bucks right here. Doesn't seem like it's sold out. The Batman? Is it the, DC are you sure seven it's inch. the Michael Keaton one? Looks like Michael Keaton to me. Yeah, that's the, I mean, that's the, that's the outfit in his cowl. Well, it's the a, other thing is nobody is, wants to buy from McFarlane directly because you pay an exorbitant amount of shipping. Oh, okay. Well, this is, this is pre-order. It says right here. Number one new release yeah. in pre-order. And what bucks. is it? 20 bucks? It's 45 bucks. 45 bucks is not it, sir. What are you looking on? Amazon? Oh, well, like when I go to McFarland Toys and click on it, it takes me to Amazon. Yeah. And the current seller on Amazon that has it up for sale is, has it for 45 bucks. Oh, the MSRP for 20. is 19 bucks. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a reseller site. That wasn't McFarland Toys. Yep. Correct. Uh, okay. No, oh, it does look good. That's Amazon pulling a fast one. Can't believe it. Amazon of all people. Yeah. I know. Hey, while while we're talking toys, I wanted to remind you you had mentioned the Fury Toys uh 112th Samurai Force Wave 2 Master Action. Yeah. Was there something you wanted to share about that? Well, they the the second uh Samurai Turtle character, which happens to be a purple color scheme, and when he's not a samurai, he likes technology has gone up for pre-order over at 5K Toys. And uh, surprisingly, at the same time, they also put up the master who looks like some sort of rat with, you know, Asian elements, if you will. That also went up as well as a sort of an accessory pack for the first three characters in the Samurai Turtle uh line from fury toys so you get something for the previous one that came out with the blue color scheme i think it's in a bonus head and something else and the same with the purple schemed turtle it's a head and something else and for the master you get four baby turtles uh as an accessory so there you go yeah definitely check that out over 5k toys they're really well done. I mean, they are. They look spectacular. I think. Yeah, right in the wheelhouse. Yep. Speaking of your wheelhouse, we're just talking about Kev's wheelhouses today. What about the uh, the Tron 
the Tron stuff from uh, Disney. Oh World. my God! What the hell, dude? They won't greenlight a real third Tron movie, but we get a ride in Florida and eight billion dollars in merch. Yeah, I'm gonna be tracking this shit down for the rest of my fucking <laughs> life. You can put it in the Tron. You can put it in the Tron backpack that I got you. True, but more importantly, there are figures. Now, what's really great about the figures? Did you see the personal personalized figures? I think that's what that was the story that you sent me. Was the personalized yeah. figures? Yeah. So put your rather face on than it? doing 3D printing, they're doing what they did. How how long ago was Tron Two? Ten years ago, where they have a, instead of a 3D sculpted head, there's a tiny little screen, and when you go, you like. I don't know if you talk or you just, they take a picture of your face and they put you, your face on the little screen and it flickers on just like the movie. Oh yeah. It's awesome. And there's four <laughs> different characters and I, it's, 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 it's lucky for me because I only want all fucking four of them. <laughs> so when are we doing the uh, geek stuff, TNG field trip to Disney world? Yeah. When are we doing that Dom? I'm not going on a fucking field trip with you. <laughs> Why? It'll be work. Have fun. It'll be work, I feel like. If you support the show on Patreon at the $500 tier, That's you right. can come along with us. <laughs> I feel, we will I feel... bring you shit from Florida. <laughs> uh, the the uh, In addition to that, um, Super 7 announced a full range of Tron reaction figures, bikes, new cards, everything, all of it everywhere, which oh. I think is only initially, I think is only going to be available in the fucking parks. So that's enough to piss every person off. Uh, in addition to that, uh, speaking of super seven, they also announced black hole reaction figures. Oh shit. That's going to hit you hard. I, I, I think three, only I feel three like of them. Bob, just Bob, Vincent, and Max. That's it. I feel like Super 7 is taking the place of Funko in the... Like, Funko makes a pop for every goddamn thing. Super 7 is going to make a reaction figure for every fandom. Well, that's why that's why Funko bought reaction, and then after, their, after they made no money with it, they were like, fuck it, Super 7, you can have it back. So didn't um did we talk about the Funko landfill thing last week? We did not. We did not. They so much, eight million in toys or something. Thirty million. So much the same way that uh, DC Warner Brothers decided to just put Batgirl on the shelf and throw it away. Uh, Funko's doing the same thing with thirty million dollars worth of merchandise. Oh, we've got too much inventory. Let's just throw it away. That was the decision. Can they, can they, Take the write off. It's not so. Can they write that off if they just, I guess, throw it out? Yeah. Yeah, like destroy yeah. it. I guess essentially. It's a loss. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, does somebody know which landfill it went to? I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, somebody's got to know. Like, so, do, do they have to like deface them, destroy them? Like, you know, you ever do you ever get like a free CD and how they've scratched out the side so you can't return it like when you get it from a radio station or whatever i mean one assumes that they would probably like you know just crush them crush them and, yeah. and all that so yeah, um for hasbro there's a similar thing with a bunch of magic cards that they were found in landfills and they were completely like destroyed 
I know it's at a landfill, so I mean you can't expect it to be perfect condition, but like every single thing was smashed with some smashed by something. Yeah. And just you you could figure out it was a magic card because you could see like, oh, some of this ink looks like a magic looks like it would describe a magic card. But yeah, yeah. Uh, there must be like a land like I guess all the companies like you maybe they use the same landfill or they know the guys who get things to landfills. Um because I've seen a bunch of articles like lately about just everything being landfilled. Yeah. It's I mean and I think that the tax problem season. is they can't yeah, it's tax season. They they couldn't just like donate them or give them away because then that floods the market and reduces value, right? So they have to destroy it. Yep. It just feels so wasteful. Although this is what I think they should do with a quote unquote convention exclusive, right? If it doesn't get sold on the convention floor, it gets destroyed and sent to the landfill. Otherwise, if you sell, as soon as you sell it outside that convention, it's no longer a convention exclusive and you're committing fraud. It's my opinion. If it you, was a convention exclusive. But it wasn't sold. Oh, then you should, that they it's can't. not exclusive if you could, if you can get it outside of the... Uh, well, if they have a sticker on it and they take the sticker off. But they don't. I, I'm telling you, I was at San Diego Comic-Con. I believe Comic -Con. you. I've seen them. Oh, yeah. No, it, and it was, it was a Funko piece. It was a Batman Funko piece, and I saw it there, convention exclusive. And, you know, you got to gotta win the lottery to get in the Funko booth at any convention. And then three months later, I'm at a Hot Topic overstock uh, outlet, and I see it there for, like, five bucks. And I'm like, well, I'm glad I didn't spend 50 on it at the Funko booth, and I bought it and put it on my shelf over there. But it just – it also offended me that I – that it was available outside of the convention. <laughs> I think Funko is dumb. It's going to go the way of Beanie Babies. I, I think you're right there. I, I think ultimately, yes, but not like Beanie Babies fell off a cliff. Uh, Funko, yeah, I, I, I think they may slow down. Well, I don't think that, I don't think that, I don't, like Beanie Babies, like nobody cares and nobody collects them anymore. I think people will continue to buy Funkos for the nostalgia of it. Them having value for rarity, I think people are going to just stop caring and the, yeah, the value will there. You know, there's just there's so many Funkos in the world. Why would anybody care that you have one that nobody else has? Yeah. That being said, I have the Conan O'Brien Funko from his show at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, I have three different ones because I've been to three different shows. And if anybody has the Batman one, I'll happily trade any of the three that I have for the Batman Conan Funko from San Diego Comic Con. So I just want to throw that out there. There was a guy I knew. I met him at a comic shop he spent at least a couple years when funko was huge buying and selling funkos as like a profession <laughs> i'm a professional as, funko like, trader he paid taxes and he made revenue was, and like it was a whole fucking was, thing was his name funko mike <laughs> no it was not funko mike this other guy, no, who disappeared. I guess when the Funko thing kind of fell off, he he also might have fallen off. Someone should call him. I don't know his number. Um, I, I, I called the market on Funko. Buried under an avalanche of old pops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's exclusives at the bottom. That's where they keep the good ones, so you can't find them. Oh, but the box is dented because the other ones fell on it. God damn it! It's lost half its value. Seriously. All right. Any other product news anybody wants to talk about? Uh, 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 I don't know. I mean, there's so much stuff that's been really, I can't even, I can barely keep up with the pace of things that are, that are releasing. I don't know. We probably start putting a list together or something. 
maybe doing quick hits because it's called, a, it's called a prep getting, sheet. Give, give me the shit. I'll put it getting, on the list. There's get this stuff getting announced every like every week. You know, like Hasbro has a fan stream like every week or every other week, and they're announcing new stuff and showing new stuff. Oh, so um, do we talk about Marvel Legends recent? Uh, video i'm not gonna go go over it but the only thing i'll say is that uh it seems very likely that the next marvel legends has lab will be giant man in in some fashion i can't think though that they're just gonna do a giant man figure like i think it has to be more like is it giant man and is it all his different costumes and goliath you know like is it is it like three or four giant man figures you know like is it different sizes i can't believe it's just giant man you know what i mean and that, i'm hank waiting pym. to see what what it's gonna be right hank pym but, is giant man right what's that hank pym it's yeah hank pym, right okay hank pym was not uh was he not goliath i forget but you know like there were characters you know there were big characters like that that grew like that it's just a question of uh you know are they going to do a bunch of them are they going to do just the one i don't know but this one really confuses me and it, it also has made everyone pause and think well wait a minute what other um what other has lab projects are out there for for something like marvel legends i mean for you know for star wars except for the fact that they suck at it you know, there are like vehicles, mid-sized vehicles that they could do. You know what I mean? For G.I. Joe, same thing, kind of mid-sized vehicles, stuff that wouldn't go at retail, which was the whole purpose of HasLab to begin with. But but Marvel Legends did that last year and utterly failed. Now, we talked about a million reasons why it failed. But the fact that, you know, I think they're running out of ideas all also spills over into the line itself because they just put up for sale a Spider-Man line that did not have a Build-A-Figure in it. This is the first time in a while that a line has not had a -a Build-A-Figure in it. That's number one. Number two, all of that Spider-Man line comes with, ready, blister packaging. Plastic is back, everyone. Plastic is back. But why? Because, you know... It, the only they said the only way they were going to keep using plastic bubbles was for nostalgia purposes in the sense that if something had a if they were doing a new version of a character on a classic card that had a bubble they would continue to use the bubble this whole wave has characters that were not even around five years ago and they're getting plastic bubbles and vintage style cards I mean Regardless of of the size of the market, a percentage of the market is people who are going to buy that thing and never open it. And so if you put it in a version that you can't see the figure inside, you're losing that segment. And that segment's probably bigger than you'd think, right? Hold up that Hulk sandwich. Yeah, I've been debating for like literally since I bought this Hulk, uh, getting it out of the package. (laughs) Because I'm like, it looks so nice in this display. But I also want to display it yeah i get i know the struggle i know you, you know what it, also i wouldn't know what to do with the heads because it's like oh i have extra heads i don't know where i put them and hands and stuff put them on a, a stick bin. 
you get a little bin. You put them in the bin. That's all. Looks or you put them in a little baggie and you put the baggie in a bin. Especially because it's like an, a semi to scale with the thing, at least. If I do the thing Hulk display for my display, um, you know, they're at least like semi to scale with each other. So it'll be nice that they're, you know, yeah, looking, looking right. I don't know. There you go. I think uh, you I, should open it right now on the show. Oh, live I, and direct. Peer pressure. Open it. Open no, it. Open it. Open it. Open it. Stop. All right. Do you think Sandwich should open his Marvel? Should I open my toy? Call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. We'll, we'll put a poll up on uh, uh, on the, the Twitter. So by next week's show, we'll see, no, see what no the vote polls. is. They wanna they wanna pipe in, they can call. Call a GVM line. GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven or email at geeksubtng at gmail.com if you're Dave and you can't use a phone. That's not true. Dave calls all the time. His his assistant calls for him. <laughs> he talks. You can t- you can tell him tonight when we're playing uh Fortnite. I can't play Fortnite, you know that. You know, this is some shit. Promises <laughs> were made. Okay, why can't have, you play Fortnite? What is tonight's excuse? What well, the same excuse was last week? We're playing Pathfinder. I built a sniper. a sniper. I'll have my secretary call your secretary, and we'll figure we'll schedule play time during the week. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. Sure. Oh, yes. the rift between Sandwich and Kevin was growing no, week fine. by week. It got cold in here. Suddenly. Fine. Things changed on Geek Stuff. No, it's fine. It goes to black and white. That was the beginning it was of the end. Over I, no, no, it's it's my fault. It's my fault. I I have really high expectations. Like you know, I want to play with my friends. You know, it's it's my fault. Speaking of video games, tell me about Dead Space Sandwich. Uh, so Dead Space is a horror survival game. Uh, the first one really leaned into the horror aspect. It was very much like, um, I mean, it's going to sound dumb saying it. You are surviving with these creatures and trying to make your way through this like spaceship that's been overrun with these weird undead alien-like creatures. Later in the series, it became more action-based, but uh, the first game really did a great, great job of capturing like real, genuine fear. Like things would jump at you, but not in like a jump scare. Like, well, yeah, it's a jump scare, but like. It was genuinely good horror. Like it was, it was one of the few horror games I could actually watch people play because I don't play them because I cry. <laughs> I could watch people play them and enjoy it. It's like, oh, I'm scared, but like I'm having fun. Whereas, like, I'm scared, I have to leave or else I will cry in front of people and then I can't hang out with you anymore. Um, so the Dead Space series uh, has been a series is really enjoyable. They just remastered the first game recently. Um, which I believe is where this might be coming from. I heard really great reviews about it. I don't know if they're going to redo the other ones. I almost feel like they shouldn't because they didn't really get as great reviews. Once again, I think because they steered away from horror and went more towards action. But um, as a horror game, it was phenomenal. And it could be a reboot. So they're calling it a remake, a Dead Space remake. That's why when you did the, oh, just the okay. remaster, a remake. Or are they? What's the? I thought di- it was a remake. I was under the impression it was remaster. I could be way off basis. I didn't see any. I didn't look into anything about the new game because the old game still scared me. So I got past those nightmares a long time ago. So I wanted to continue to be past those nightmares. Um, 
but it's, it's it's a fun game for some people if you're really into that horror genre and you're looking for a video game to play for some reason or if you're not into video games but you're into horror um i think it's a great game uh to play try the new one and then try and go back to the old one if you can it might be on a game pass somewhere or if you have a, a pc you could probably get it on steam it's probably cheap with the new game out um and i imagine it might be cheap on other uh uh, video game platforms for the cheap. Uh, don't try to go to a GameStop; they probably won't have it. And you could probably maybe buy it on Amazon or eBay, but you will probably get scalped. Yeah. All right. So again, here's me being a, an old man and not understanding these kids today with their video games and their forty nights. Um, it says Valve likes the idea of an OLED Steam Deck. I don't even know what that means. That's like might as well be a foreign language to me. What does that mean? Who's O-L-E-D Valve? What's an, Steam Deck? what's an OLED Steam Deck? Um, I think that's a way to play games. I've never even heard of that. So is, I've never is, even heard who, of that. Who's, is Valve a company? Who's Valve? Valve is a, a video game company. They've made a couple successful video games. Um, I think they also run Steam. I could be so, way so off base. Is with that, Steam though. like a like a, a store where you could buy the games or download the games from it? Is that what Steam is? Yes, yeah, Steam you you is one of on the Steam. one of the Isn't major it? online PC video game marketplaces where you can um purchase games isn't it a subscription too like you buy a steam subscription and you get to play so many games or something no you don't have to subscribe you could just get you could have a steam account and never buy anything with it you don't have to like keep uh up uh keep updating it yeah steam is yeah it's just like i said it's where a lot of a lot of it's where pc gaming a lot of it's like a major marketplace now Every other major um, video game company has some kind of version of this. Epic Games has one. Uh, EA has one. There's an Xbox version of it. Like, I don't think it, it might be called Xbox. It might just be Game Pass. There's a way to get Xbox versions yeah. of things. So I'm pretty sure Sony has one. So they all have some version of the marketplace, but Steam is uh, just widely regarded as like the closest to like i don't say a name brand but it's like oh steam i got this on steam it was on sale or whatever so that's great that's another thing that steam does which is fun uh and convenient is that they will do sales occasionally so you'll be able to get a game um for cheap so like i just bought uh skyrim a game that they release uh every two years it was on sale uh the other day when i was looking at it so i got it for cheap want to play skyrim for the 50th time and do the same thing i always do um yeah steam's good Steam's good. Uh, I think most video game consoles I think, are going the way of PC. So I do see a future at some point where maybe in a generation or two, everyone's just essentially on a PC of some sort and just downloading games via a form of Steam. But we'll see how that goes. All right. So so again, Valve is a company that makes, like a Nintendo Switch, for a, a handheld Steam game. No. That's what Valve, That's what we're talking about. It's a PC platform. So yeah, this OLD, I think no, no, this... No, but Valve was talking about their Steam Deck. No, I, I'm sorry. So Steam, a Steam Deck is a is like a Nintendo Switch, but it plays games on Steam. Oh, okay. And that, that's yeah. the article that I'm talking about. Like I said, I don't... That's why I'm, I see this article about video games, and that's why I'm asking Sandwich yeah, to so it's, explain it is to me a, the old Essentially, guy. yes, it's a gaming tablet. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then o, um, OLED different versions is... Of, yeah organic light emitting diodes which i guess is really good quality yes. like 4k yeah no it's it's 
a lot of like a lot like um so I, I work at insert name company here um they make oled tvs so like on the around the office there's like really high definition tvs and oled is like good quality and like the colors are very crisp and not every red is the same red and not every green is the same green and you can see like movement more crisp and stuff um yeah. i the, see the same like commercial loop in the office at all times because they don't play any actual tv yeah they just play the loop so you buy a tv maybe there, um, was, there was a nice uh darth vader branded version of a oled tv at uh, star wars celebration last year yes mm-hmm. yeah nice. overrated and, and, and at least uh kev didn't make me buy that you know i mean i i just had to buy i mean he wanted me to buy the more expensive version at uh costco but i bought the lesser one that he's still mad about but it's a good quality. I'm not I'm mad about it. I just, I didn't want to shortchange your children. Yeah. Sorry, no, that's no, my bad. Now, Kev, as as we wrap up the episode here, I know this might be a sore spot, but Star Wars celebrations coming up in London. Are you not? You're not going to be able to make it, or are you going to make it happen? No, I'm not going to be able to make it. I tried. I tried to figure out a way to work it, and it's just not plausible which really really stinks because i was really really looking forward to going but it just isn't going to happen it's just too late at this point and everything that went on and my sabbatical and and all that it unfortunately it just worked out that there's just no way that i can do it so yeah that's too bad i mean uh, but our, our buddies from Fanta Trucks are going to be over there, right? So we can, of course, we can get yes, all our updates on on uh, Star Wars Celebration London from the yes. uh, the Fanta Trucks well, the fir- gentlemen. The first time that in a while that they don't have to take a plane, right? I, I, bet they're, I bet they they're get, thrilled. They can get in the car and drive. Yep, there you go. I, do you know Kev or Scott or anyone for that matter on the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven? Is the idea of an international like moving celebration around to other countries is that a plan going forward or is that just are they testing it maybe with this no they've done it since the beginning it's been in japan it's been in germany okay i didn't even know that it's been i feel like it was in london before yeah i think this is the second time it's been in london it kind of comes to to anaheim like every two or three years i thought it moved around the u.s for some reason chicago well they we thought i think we thought all thought for a while it was going to bounce between anaheim and orlando and then suddenly chicago happened you know and then it was like oh okay and then the following year it was anaheim it was like oh okay and then it was london so it was kind of like damn you know like you, you you never know right you just never know where it's going to turn up next so i'm I, I mean i'm assuming the next one will be in the u.s i'm assuming also based on the you know sort of moving it around idea it may be orlando mm-hmm. so they can have I'm it in the lobby of the uh, of the hyper of the what is it what's the the overpriced hotel yeah what's the overpriced hotel called starts the with an Star h the halcyon Cruiser, the halcyon the, yeah but you got everything you needed from the halcyon right you got all your astromech droids that were needed so you're all set yes. there right yes my one of my wonderful friends uh from the uk had an experience there and uh uh, was kind enough to get me all of the things that I needed. So I never have to go. If I Now, I'd love to go, but the price is just retarded. I, I hear so, they're coming down. I hear those prices are yeah, coming down. Well, that was inevitable, but still, even, even at half price, it was retarded. So, uh, you know, I'm going to have to wait until it's like, you know, the worst hotel on the property. Yeah. 
All right. Anything else we want to do this uh, St. Patrick's Day before we all go out and have a, a green beer? And by go out and have a green beer, I mean uh, edit the show and go to bed? I'll have or, a beer for you and Kev. I have to put my uh, corned beef on the stove so that it's ready. Later. You guys got you got corned beef out there? I'm shocked. It's actually spam. That's what they get in Hawaii. No, it's, it's corned spam, beef. Spam and cabbage. That's what you get. I can't uh, imagine that was cheap because I can't imagine the price. Corned beef? No, it's normal price. I got really? a Costco. Oh, yeah, Costco. There you go. And we have potatoes and cabbage, too. And buildings and clothes. <laughs> I know that, but I just know it's more expensive at Hawaii because I have to ship everything. It is but... expensive. Someone put spam in macaroni with uh, sauce on it, and I was very upset about it. That's because, you you know, here's a thought. One or both of you should come here for a visit. What? Insane. I know. The, it's if you didn't live on the other side of the planet, literally, not an exaggeration. Like you live down the street, I'm the other saying, side of the planet. I'm just saying you come for a visit. That's all I'm saying. I was just you, looking for a. Trip. I'll visit you when you live down the parkway. Yeah, there you go. I, I was looking for a trip to visit my sister, and uh, to take me and my family. It's like literally twenty five hundred bucks just for plane tickets. Yeah, <sighs> that's from the other side of the country. He's already on the other side of the country, so I have to. Go from here to there. Yeah, we can do it. Look, we'll all meet in Orlando, Florida, and we'll go Geek Stuff TNG Day at Disney World. Yep. We'll hit all the parks. It'll be it'll be a, a lot of fun. And, and bring a cart with you because <laughs> that's what I'm going to need to haul out the Tron merchandise. Well, you know that that's why it works good. I've got my kids in the strollers, and we could just we've got one empty seat in the stroller. We could just fill that up with all the merch. I, I think it's adorable that you think one empty seat is going to do it. <laughs> You've been to the parks with me. This is true. You know that's a lie. You're lying to yourself. You know, I saw somebody, uh, they had one of the, what do you call the uh, the ice cream maker safe? What's that called again? Ice cream maker safe? The, 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 the ice cream maker that the guy was running with. They do the running of the ice cream maker. Oh, characters. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of those things. Yeah. Uh, anyway, somebody was using that to get their uh star wars autographs on and i thought that's a not a not a bad idea because it's you know it's nice it could and be one of those the, people who cosplays one of the people who cosplays as willow rude yeah Everybody? that's the character name willow rude yeah he could be one of those guys that cosplays as that character um yeah I, is mine still at your house isn't it i yeah i think so i don't i don't i don't think you shipped that one back so yeah and that's no, i was thinking that now that it's available as an item for purchase in, in galaxy's edge i bet the number of cosplayers of that character will increase uh dramatically. i said that i said that the night we were there and they revealed it yeah you know i said that that night i was like this is an orange jumpsuit and black pair of boots and you're done <laughs> yeah. you're cosplay and then, do you remember at Celebration, the one, the running of the Willow Roods? Yeah, I missed it, though. I think I was somewhere else when you guys uh, saw oh, that. Oh, yeah, because that is just the best ever. All these people, a couple of hundred people cosplaying this this little background. And they've never found that guy, by the way. <laughs> Nobody knows never found that guy. He's probably dead, but they never found him. And that's a shame, because that guy would be a very well-off person because everybody would want that guy's signature. I I think I have that figure in my collection. They have not done a Black Series 
version of that character yet, which I think is one of the ones that people really want. But they definitely did a, a, a vintage collection of him, I think. They definitely did one before. Maybe they didn't do a vintage collection, but they've done that character before as a figure. That guy could be making mint on photos and signings if he's alive, which he probably is. But. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's do the uh, let's do the social medias. Be sure you're liking and following the show on all of those social medias. Geek Stuff TNG and all those places. Uh, support the show on the Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash TNG. And uh, then you can find me as Pi Day Scott, P-I-D-A-Y-S-C-O-T-T. Last week, this week was Pi Day. Uh, so I hope you had uh, some pie and you were irrational on March 14th. And uh, Sandwich, what about you? You can find me on Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. Dad Cam. You can Dad find Cam. me at Geek Stuff TNG. No. That's not it. BK Geek Stuff. BK Geek Stuff, uh, except Fortnite and Xbox, where I am uh, Big Kev GS. Yeah, that's it. That's it? What do we want to call this show? I don't know. I don't know. What do we talk the most about? The fact that we didn't take a break for three hours in the first segment. The one with the first segment was too long. Never ending segment. Maratron. What? Maratron. Maratron. You got it. Like right. marathon, but. Oh, I get it. I get it. You don't have to explain it. I get it. M A R A capital T R O N. Maratron. I don't get it. You get it. With that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 714, the one we're calling Maratron, to a close. Uh, the way we end some shows by saying, wait a minute, I'll let you do that one again because... <laughs> Kevin's having a stroke. And with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG to a close. Episode 714, the one we called Maratron. No, I screwed that up again. You were doing great. Why'd you stop? Remember the one where Kev had a stroke? The transition. I'm going to try again. And with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 714, the one we called Maratron, to a close. The way we end some shows by saying. Good night, Lance Reddick. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. On the sea, somewhere waiting for me. My lover stands on golden sands and watches the ships that go sailing somewhere. Beyond the sea, she's there watching for me. If I could fly like birds on high 
Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. It's over, Johnny. It's over! Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! It wasn't my war! You asked me, I didn't ask you! And I did what I had to do to win, but somebody wouldn't let us win! And I come back to the world, and I see all those maggots at the airport protesting me, spitting! Call me baby killer and all kinds of vile crap? Who are they that protest me, huh? Who are they? Unless they've been me and been there and know what the hell they're yelling about? It was a bad time for everyone, Rambo. It's all in the past now. For you! For me, civilian life is nothing. In the field, we had a code of honor. You watch my back, I watch yours. Back here, there's nothing. You're the last of an elite group. Don't end it like this. Back there, I can fly a gunship. I can drive a tank. I was in charge of million dollar equipment. Back here, I can't even hold the job. Fucking guys! <laughs> <laughs> 